What in the fuck is really going on out there? Bud's in the basement. Welcome to Bud's in the Basement Podcast, y'all. Basement Mafia, we are back for another week. Welcome back. And I am here with my co-host, Bubba the Mouth. And of course, I'm Sean Collins, the guy with a lot to say. But uh, we're going to bring in this show with uh, Bubba's looking a little rough this morning. How you doing, buddy? How's everybody doing out there? I'm doing awesome. <laughs> how awesome are you doing right now, bud? I don't know how Jesus did it, but I'm going to do it today. <laughs> yeah. Did uh, you have a rough night, buddy? Well, I got home from work and I forgot my edibles. Usually I take them before I head home. That way when I get home, they're kicked in. Right. I took a lot because yeah. I just wanted to hurry up and get my fix and go to bed, and I ended up going to bed on them, and now I just feel like I'm so amazingly not that great. Are you, did you drink too? Yes, I had uh, I had uh, I had a truly and and a couple beers. Nice, I was feeling good. I mean, and the whole I, truly thing. I might have to pull your man card for that, but whatever. You know what? <laughs> It's 2022. What's a fucking man? Anyway. Oh, uh, but I'm dumb. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how we did it back in the day, Sean, but I'm really fucking feeling it today with the extra large all black coffee. So you're saying you got a little bit of the brown bottle flu? Oh, I might. <laughs> it happens to the best of us, you know, whatever. Such is life. You know, I had the brown bottle flu a couple weeks ago. I almost said a couple years ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> You know what? It's like this. If Babe Ruth could do it blitz, I got this. You better believe it, son. Not to say I've never taken shots before, during, or after a show ever. Never have I ever done that. Never. <laughs> we was, may have done shots together. There was days the in the military we would go to PT still drunk, so it's fine. Oh, did you puke your insides out or what? I had no choice. You either puke and run and not get in trouble. Or face the fucking consequences. Oh, the consequences were probably pretty fucking bad. I I would imagine. What loss of rank, loss of pay? Yeah, and then uh, you'd have an ex-wife bitching and moaning at you. Why you lost rank and pay? Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a wonderful idea. So I decided Bro, did to I ever... fucking buck up and run. Right? Did I ever tell you about the time that uh, this is a story from my buddy who was a career military man? Mr. Chad, we won't say your last name yet, but we're going Mr. to Chad. at some point. And you better get your ass on this show, Chad. I know you listen and I know you love it. Yeah. But anyways, be Chad, be get on here, Chad. <laughs> but Chad told me a funny story about somebody taking when he was stationed in Hawaii. Somebody took the Humvee out, went to the bar, got all fucking bombed, and fucking got a DUI in the fucking military Humvee, and that dude got. Fucked. Like literally and figuratively, they threw the book at him twice because not only was he in trouble with the law, he was in trouble with the army too. He he was fucked. That sounds Dumbass. familiar. Yeah, yeah. A lot of soldiers get <laughs> not only getting in trouble with UCMJ action, but you also have the local fucking PD you gotta fuck with too. How the fuck are you gonna take the military humbee to the bar and go out drinking, dude? Are you fucking crazy? Like are you what the fuck, you know? And he tells the story way better than me. That's why you need to get your ass on this show, Mr. Chad. Let's just say He's this. He's dragging his feet. It's easy. If you get it out of the motor pool, zero questions are ever asked. And that gate is always open. <laughs> Jeez. The gate's open I, I, to get out, not to go in. <laughs> I would not fucking play with fire like that, I'm telling you. I wouldn't want to be in trouble with the... Uh, the powers that be like that. I mean, fuck that. That's oh. the law is one thing, but like the military, they'll throw you in the brig. Isn't that what they call it? The brig. Yeah, they do. Did you bet. ever go to the brig, dude? No, 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 no. How did you never make it to the brig? I, I feel like you would have been one who fucking angels helped me out through some dumb shit. I swear to God, I had good leadership. We threw a lot of fuck. We have, we have a lot of skeletons, shall we say that we, that we dug, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, you military guys have like a brotherhood, Look, you know. No, and so some of them will fuck you over. Yes, if you have 
shitty ass leadership and if you are in a unit that is uptight as fuck yep you're gonna get books thrown at you but if i was in a in a combat unit so we really tried to handle our own shit at our own level obviously you know big time crimes if they happen they would you know actions would actually have to be done right but we had a lot of in-house shit fucking thrown underneath the fucking company and uh oh i'm sure you have to you know (laughs) but you know you guys you guys were a brotherhood over there you know that is one brotherhood i could never understand because i never did it but you guys you know you guys did your thing and you had your fun you know you made the best of what you were doing which was amazing you know, because my buddy Chad does have some funny stories along yeah, with, well, I mean, the, the DUI and the Humvee is actually pretty funny, too, because I wasn't the one doing it. You, would you know get, what I'm saying? I know you would get a kick out of uh, our E4 Mafia stories, man. E4 Mafia is pretty much the rank of specialist or corporal and below. And they okay. pretty much fucking, we, they, anything that's handled like at a at like non-company level, or the things have to be tactically obtained. I'm not going to say stolen. Um, the E4 Mafia makes things happen. <laughs> nice. I, I think I might like the E4 Mafia. I, I, dude, we should do E4 Mafia stories. But I, I, You should have some of your people on. Could you bring some of your guys on and, oh, and tell some I wild shit? Because I would love I that. bring on some folks, possibly. Yeah. Let's bring on some folks, possibly, because that would be fun. That would be so much fun. Now, I know we have the new... Cornholio flag in the background. Oh, you notice this? So uh, let me get out of the way real quick. And it's uh, Beavis with the "Are you threatening me's?" You know, and uh, I got that in the mail this week. I got some fan mail, and that you know, I love this. This is our new decor for the basement, and uh, you know, I think it's quite hilarious and very well played. And I found out who did it. Of course, it was the same guy that sent that sent the T-shirt. You know, I kind of knew. I kind of knew, but I didn't know. And that's Chad. That's Mr. Chad. Mr. Chad, we're going to keep talking about you till you bring your fucking ass to this show. Yes. <laughs> but I want to also add, uh, you might get a kick out of this. Um, so they have a new movie, Beavis and Butthead Do Space or some shit. Oh, Jesus. And I watched it. It's funny. It's funny as fuck. Is it funny? It's funny as fuck. My favorite part, though, you know, I'm not going to ruin the whole movie, but this little thing. So Beavis and Butthead, they're they, they're on a college campus and they stroll into a woman's studies uh, lecture or whatever. The <laughs> yeah, whole women's the, studies, yeah. The yeah. whole it, it, it's based in twenty twenty two. I'm not gonna say how they got there. Okay. But it's with the current mindset of the youngest young generation. They're all like calling them misogynists and everything. And then the teacher goes, oh, geez. the teacher goes, this could be a learning moment, a teaching, teachable moment. So she describes what they're doing, their antics <laughs> and everything. Teach me, teacher. And then she pretty much tells him, that's because you have white privilege. So, oh, Beavis is like, and then at the end, they're like, do you, are you going to do better? Are you actually going to learn? He, Beavis, but I was like, yeah, we're definitely going to do better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a better person. Yeah, 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 yeah. So next scene, they're going through the cafeteria, cutting through the line, be like, we were told we could do this. We have white privilege. They're smacking shit out of people's hands. <laughs> and then it, it, it just goes to the cafeteria. Jeez. It goes from the cafeteria and goes into the student uh, store, and they're stealing, pretty much stealing a bunch of shit. Hey, we were told we could do this. We have white privilege. Now move out of the way, fucker. This is funny as shit. I love how they did it. Leave it up to Mike Judge to play that card. I fucking love it, dude. Mike Judge is hilarious. Hooray for Mike Judge. But hey, we got to get into some shit, man. We got to get into some shit. Uh, the <laughs> What did these asshats do this week? Well, they did a fucking lot this week. Holy shit. Yeah. Where do we even start? Like, whoa. Like, whoa. You remember that song? Like, whoa. That's what I feel like right now with all this but, shit that the... Um, just remember, folks, if you don't agree with things, you can change what words mean. <laughs> you can. You know what? If, if, so, like, if, the word recession. If somebody says you have a past due bill, 
you could actually change what past due means by the meaning. Be like, it, not really. It's not really past due. You're not going to shut me off. So don't worry about it. I'm going to change the definition of shit. You can't do that shit in this world, man. We are in a fucking recession, folks. I hate We are in a recession, and nobody from the left will come out and say it. But let me be the first one to say it because I'm in the trades. And the trades are the first one to see when there's a a rise in the economy and we are the first ones to see when there is a fall of the economy. And right now we are seeing a fall of the economy because the work really isn't there. I mean, it's there. Like, I mean, I'm keeping busy, but I'm not like killing it. You know who also can tell we're in a recession? Who's that? The first ones that will ever tell you that we're in a recession. Strippers. (laughs) Think about it. You mean motherfuckers ain't in the bar throwing around dollar bills Strippers and shit? Strippers will be the first ones. And not to mention, strip clubs now, they're showing commercials on TV or ads on radio and everything. They never had to do that. Ooh, I haven't seen that one Pussy yet. Pussy sells itself. Ballerinas everywhere. <laughs> sorry for sound. <laughs> but check this sorry, out, sorry man. Sorry for sounding so crass on that one, but it's true. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Uh, like it's it's not you know a big secret. We're in, we're in a world where sex sells, even though they'll try to downplay the sex part. But sex does sell. And when strippers aren't making money, that that is another uh, way to know that the economy is falling down. I mean, it's kind of a fucked up generalization, but it is true. You know, strippers and tradespeople, we see it. You know, we're with you, strippers. I feel yeah. you. Yeah. No, not really. I don't feel you at all. I'm not built for OnlyFans, <laughs> but I support you. But do your thing and make your money. Put your kids through college. Put yourself through college. Whatever you got to do. Oh, yes. Definitely go through school. But look. But look, man. We are, you know, with the, with the assets this week. I mean, I got a whole laundry list of, like, bullet points wrote down here. And let's start with this. The Inflation Reduction Act. Now, when you hear the word act, let's let's uh let's let's uh let's go here for a minute. When you hear the word act or bill, that means more money. I just Period. lost money by you saying that. Means that means they're going to spend more money. I just lost that? money by you saying that. My tax dollars just went right. down the drain. So, so the Inflation Reduction Act is almost a 700 billion dollar mm. deal, right? So you're telling me to combat inflation, you're going to print more dollars, which is the reason why we have inflation in the first place? Please make this make sense. Please, somebody make this make sense because it's not making any sense to me. These motherfuckers are going to keep printing money and keep printing money until they put us in a fucking economic collapse, which is way beyond a recession, way beyond a depression. I mean, that is when the dollar collapses, shit hits the fan, and we're there. We are very, very close if they fucking go through with this and they don't stop printing the money. Holy shit. Like, this is this is a, the future that they're setting up for your children, your grandchildren. I mean, this isn't something that's just like, hey, we're just going to print more money and it's going to fix everything. No, it's going to create We're more currently, problems. Uh, Every child from our great 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 grandkids, man. It's, it's disgusting. fucking terrible. It is literally disgusting. Like me, I don't have children. But I think about other people's children, you know? Like why would you want to fucking put people from in the, you know, that are coming up, you know, to be the future leaders of this country and whatnot and put them in such tax debt? That, hey, we might not have future leaders of this country. No, it's disgusting. It's literally disgusting. And so here we are, you know, these Democrats, I keep saying these Democrats, but I mean, hey, they're the ones in charge right now and they're the ones passing this dumb shit. And literally, we're going to see prices rise after this. And prices have already risen. The prices are rising everywhere. Look at the gas. Look at the food. Look at the clothes. Look at literally every fucking thing, man. And it's because of government spending 
And then they're going to come up with new fucking acts and fucking bills and shit that want to fucking spend more money to create more inflation. We have to stop this. This has to stop right now. And Republicans aren't the answer either because they're just going to come in and fucking spend money too. Because it's only okay. It's only okay. This is where we're at right now. It's okay if your team is spending money. If the other team is spending money, it's, it's a fucking problem. And that's all this spending is a fucking problem. This is what we've been preaching on this show. We're on episode 28 right now. We've been talking about this shit. And they still won't stop. Look, folks. This is the future. These are your kids that are inheriting these fucking bills and problems and taxes. Do you want this for your children? Do you want this for your grandkids? I mean, what the fuck, man? We have to stop this shit. And the only way out is to get rid of the duopoly assets. Take the trash to the curb. But people are so stuck on fucking political party, man. I'm tired of the vote blue no matter who fucking crowd. I'm tired of the fucking, you know, I'm voting everything Republican. dude. How about you fucking read shit, folks? How about you fucking read what somebody represents? Because you're probably like, like voting for somebody who never represented you in the first place. It's right. terrible. These people don't represent anyone. They represent themselves. They represent the corporations. They represent the rich. They don't give a fuck about us. By being stuck None in a two-party system, we're ne- we are divided and we will never fucking acknowledge it. I mean, the only ones who acknowledge it are us libertarians. But everybody else who's clinging to these fucking sides, no, we're not divided as a country. Yeah, we are, motherfucker. We are. We're in bad shape. We're in very bad shape in a, as a country. And that's going to bring me into something else now. Um, so yesterday, uh, early evening-ish, uh, all of a sudden it comes out that the House uh, votes to, votes on uh, banning assault rifles or assault weapons. And it went through. It's still got to go to the Senate. Stupidest fucking bill. I'm sorry, man. This is fucking stupid. Fucking dumb. You're going to come after our guns that protect us from the fucking powers that be. You know, we're not even going to talk to uh, talk about protecting ourselves from like. What the fuck is an assault rifle? Can you go into a store? It's there's no such thing. Find me a fucking assault rifle and I'll give you everything I fucking own. I'll give you this fucking house that I just bought. Dead ass. Assault comes from a human being. Assault doesn't come from a firearm. Is there assault knives? Are there assault cars? Because people kill people in cars. Is there, you know, assault food? People die of food poisoning. Is that assault food? We're going to ban all this shit? You know, let's make this make sense for a minute. They want to disarm us as a population because they have a greater no. fucking that plan bill covers for us. Semi-automatic firearms. Folks, if you're new to firearms, that's every single magazine-fed firearm. Your 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 nine millimeter Glock is a fucking semi-automatic firearm. One round, Dude, one that trigger Omar squeeze, bitch. and the round comes up by a freaking spring that's in the magazine, and it's ready to be fired for the next time you squeeze the fucking trigger. Did you see what that Omar bitch from Minnesota did? And I can't say her first name, you know, because it's all spelled fucked up and I'm just not that smart, apparently. But that Omar bitch, she's congresswoman from Minnesota. You know what I'm talking talking about. about, Alon Omar. Yes. The brother fucker. She is a brother fucker. (laughs) She is totally a brother fucker. And she's all touting. Now, hey, we just passed the bill. We're going to come take your fucking guns. I fucking got on Twitter and I was like, why don't you come take them yourself? You know what? Good luck. Please come and take them yourself, bitch. Good morning, NSA. I'm pretty sure you've seen this before. You want my firearms? You're going to take them barrels first. Yep. Come and take them. This is fucking crazy. They don't want you to defend yourself. What is an assault rifle? It's nothing. An assault rifle doesn't fucking exist. Military-style weapon. Assault can't be committed without a person. AR-15 is never fucking used in the military. It does not have the rate of fire functions as military fucking weapons. 
if you want that weapon, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg and a fucking license. Right. Now, check this out, y'all. Do you want assault weapons banned? I'll tell you what assault weapons ban looks like. Assault weapon ban looks like disarming the fucking murder cult that goes around and kills people all over the country, including women and fucking children. That is an assault fucking rifle. Is the United States government that comes out of fucking D.C. What good has come out of fucking disarming citizens? Please tell me in history what good has come out of disarming citizens. You can't. Nothing good ever came out of that. Fuck, man. I'm fucking heated about this shit. They don't want you to defend yourself. Yeah. They don't want you to own yourself. They want to fucking own you. And fuck we'll throw some bright them. side on there. Now, here's the most amazing thing. I've seen so many videos of police departments, sheriffs, etc., etc., saying, we will never disarm the citizens. Fucking beautiful. Well, listen. All right, so here. Check this out, brother. When you go to the police, when you go to work for the police, or you go to work for the military, you take a fucking oath to protect against terrorism from foreign and or domestic. You're putting police and military lives at fucking stake for fucking trying to enforce um, laws that go against the fucking Second Amendment. You're literally putting their lives at fucking risk. Do you think these police and military personnel want to go door to door and deal with that? No, they don't. Not even a little bit. Don't even fucking try it. It's disgusting what they're fucking trying to do right now. It's really disgusting. And I'm fucking mad, as you can tell, I'm sure. Definitely, man. I can definitely tell, but But you're not alone. (laughs) But I, I mean... But nobody's saying anything about it Oh, either. no, many Fuck. are. Many are. There's many. I haven't seen anything yet. It's it's a little bit out of the Libertarian Party. You know, hey, you're not fucking coming to take shit type thing. You know, but like, other than that, it's crickets from the outside. Well, other media platforms like TikTok and everything. You have a lot of creators just fucking staring up a hornet's nest. Two, uh, two for it and against it. My favorite one is the folks who are like, what's so big about it? I'm like, okay, give me, let's, let's hear, hear me out on this one. We're in a time right now where masculinity is fucking toxic and you want to take away fucking firearms and only leave it for the people who you call in case you need a toxic masculinity man or woman or just person, whatever. I don't want to fucking be incorrect, but you know what I'm saying? To take care of a problem that you couldn't take care of because somebody fucking took your gun away. You want somebody else to do the What is shit. toxic masculinity really though? What is toxic masculinity? You know yeah, I hear you, but what is toxic oh, masculinity? Yeah. Because the way they make it yeah. sound is really bad. And I'll tell you what masculinity is real quick. Masculinity is a man that has the balls to stand up for himself. Masculinity is a man that has the balls to stick up for his wife and or family. Masculinity is somebody, a man that is willing to go and protect someone that is in harm's See, in my way. House, we don't call 911. No, fuck that. What do you need to call 911 for? It's going to take them 10 minutes to show up. You might as well handle it yourself. You know? It's fucking bullshit. Everything that's going on right now is ridiculous. Now, we have to move on because there's so much that these asshats are up to. So, Britt Griner. We're moving on to Britt Griner now. So, it looks like uh, the United States government and the Russian government have struck a deal. Even though we are totally at odds well, and sanctioning them, because supposedly. so far it was only the United States that quickly went to offer uh, the merchant of what was it war or yeah? No, no, it was a yeah. Russian arms dealer. So, so let's put this in perspective. The United States government was willing to trade 
a yeah, Russian arms dealer, a criminal, war right? Criminal. A war criminal, yeah. a Russian arms dealer. Who sells to both sides. For, for a chick who got busted with some weed in a different and country that has weed And also a Michigander who lives in Novi, uh, who is a former Marine, for uh, allegedly spying, who got 16 years in prison for it. Right, right. So, so the United States government st- puts out a deal that says, hey, we're going to trade this fucking war criminal, an arms dealer, for somebody who got caught with some pot in a different country that has a rule for pot. Now, let me be real clear about this. I don't think anyone should be in fucking jail for fucking a plant. I think that's ridiculous. But other countries have rules. Oh, that's yeah. the way this goes. Time you magazine. Know? So. Has her on the front page. She gets to cover a Time magazine. For fight for but freedom. Here, I'm you got to hear me out, though. But it's not our country. It's not. It's for her freedom. What does it have to do with any of our freedoms? Yeah. It's her freedom. It's not a fight for freedom. She fucked up in a different country. You got to be smart. You know what I mean? You can't just go to other countries and expect that their rules are the Malaysia. same as ours. You know, pot's legal in most of the United Malaysia, States. It's the are decriminalized. For drugs. You know, but nobody should be locked up for fucking drugs. But I don't think we should be trading fucking war criminals for somebody who got busted for a little bit of pot. That's like trading Michael Jordan for a fucking bench warmer, dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? On a high school team. That's what I'm saying. It's it's fucking insanity. Now, hear me out on this one too, because I just talked to my wife about this, and a a buddy of mine who actually listens to the show, Corey, who was supposed to be on this show many many times. The stars never align. We'll get your ass in here at some point, brother. I swear, you know. But anyways, you know, he said, "Well, this sets a bad bad precedence." Because what's this mean now that the United States is willing to fucking trade prisoners for nothing pretty much. So I feel like, and so does Corey, he said the same thing. You're going to see a lot of kidnappings of American citizens in other countries. That's going to open the floodgates to this. You're going to see kidnappings. They'll be like, Hey, we'll give you your person back. If you fucking release our war criminal. And then Biden administration will be like, okay, that sounds good because they're fucking idiots. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much more than meets the eye. A lot of people don't think about that stuff. People like me, people like Corey, people like you, you know, we think about that stuff. There's more questions to be asked. And and I don't think that's a great trade at all. And it sets a very, very bad precedence on our side, which will lead to the kidnappings of American citizens in other countries for an exchange for release. It's It's disgusting. It is an awful trade. Now to move on with what do these asshats do this week? Because they just don't fucking stop. So there's a handful of Republicans and Democrats that have left their fucking parties. Good for you. That is great. You are smart for doing so, but they think they're going to make their own political party. That meets right in the middle. We're already here. Um. Um. Uh, well, let's start by going here. We already have a party that meets in the middle. It's called the Libertarian Party. Thank you very much. And good luck getting on the ballot because you never will because the duopoly assets will fucking stop you. Look at what's going on in New York with Larry Sharp. Larry Sharp is running for governor in New York. He is a libertarian and has been sued by both the Republican and the Democrat uh, candidates to keep him off the ballot. Tell me that's not fucked up and tell me that another political party with the duopoly asshats is going to fucking work because it's not. Mind you, the duopoly assets that left are just going to make their own duopoly asset party and it's going to be the same shit different day. It's fucking awful, right? man. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, it, it, we don't even have to come up with material for this show. It writes itself, dude. I can, we could watch the news for 10 minutes and come out with a two-hour show. They, they do this. Yeah, it's yeah, that they, simple. They, they write our own script for us, man. It's, it's easier than what we did at broadcasting school. <laughs> so... 
to the Republicans and Democrats that fucking left their parties and thought they're going to start a new political party. Good luck to you. Good luck getting ballot access. It won't happen. You'll get sued just like the libertarians do. And uh, by the way, the libertarians make a lot more sense than uh, the duopoly asshats that fucking want to make another party. That's all I'm going to say. Um, now, with the final part of the assets this week, but it really isn't something that we did, but kind of. China. China is threatening to shoot down Nancy Pelosi's plane if she travels to Taiwan. Holy fuck. Can we say what we're thinking? Fire away. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You can say whatever you want, dude. This show's raw as fuck, man. It's raw as fuck. We can say whatever we want. And I totally get that. But at the end of the day, man, like that's pretty fucked up that China has threatened the United States like that. That's scary on all Good. ends, really. Because if they're willing to shoot down a plane that has a, a pretty high up political figure in it, if they decide to go to Taiwan, which it sounds like she's going to go there anyways and just be uh, surrounded by like fighter jets and shit. I mean, bad bad move, Pelosi, but if you want to do it, I'm not going to feel bad if anything happens. I'm just going to say that, you know. But, hey, you know, that's scary to be an American right now when they're threatening fucking political figures. Really. I mean, where are you with this? Please, come on. Come on, Mr. Hangover. Speak I'm here, up, man. motherfucker. I'm just observing. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I said, fire away. <laughs> it wouldn't be so bad. However, I would feel bad for the fighter pilots because I don't want war. Uh, I see it sparking possibly World War Three. Uh, <laughs> that would be the one that the did one it for sure. Who would definitely push back uh, for to go against us? And not to mention, we now have North Korea that just fucking said that their nukes are ready to fuck with American soldiers. Um, how about just don't go? Uh, let Taiwan do Taiwan. I'm sorry, folks. I'm tired of the United States government playing fucking world police. Um, that's <laughs> I, I get it. We're supposed to fucking say, hey, you knock it off like we did in fucking World War World War Two. And we tried that with Vietnam and we lost a lot of fucking people. And then Afghanistan and Iraq fucking stop. Um, we, we we should fucking just listen to china and just back the fuck off stay the fuck home nancy um that's that's where i'm at with all this shit i'm, I'm really fucking tired of our resources that... fucking going outside the country uh it's fucking completely unnecessary it's it's it's, it's disgusting. disgusting that's like, our tax like, dollars this is this is what i was not hoping for our country to be in um I mean, we're not in a very good place as a country right now. We look very weak. You know what I'm saying? We need to get out of the United. We need to get out of the United Nations. We need to get out of NATO. Do you know that the UN? I believe it was about 45 years ago. I think that's when the UN started, and that was supposed to be to stop war. Supposed. We have been at war the whole time we've been a part of the UN. As long as you. The whole time, outside of the there's been a war. War. We've always had a conflict throughout our lives. Like enough. Yeah. Enough. Stop. Yeah. And that it costs trillions and trillions of dollars to be at war, and it's supposed to be war. Supposed to be good for the economy. Bullshit, dude. Look at fucking history. War is terrible for the economy. All it does is cost our cost us money, and more importantly, it costs fucking lives. For what? Because some politicians have a beef with each other? Let them fucking get in the octagon and fucking bare-knuckle box then. You know what I'm saying? Let them fight it out amongst themselves. Yeah, I'm, fucking I'm cunts. Really I'm sick, sick of, of this shit, dude. And as far as I'm... And as Stop far sending as, our fucking kids to die as as for fucking no reason. Thing, you also have a naval fleet following that way, man. Like... Why? Why are we doing... We... We need to mind our own business. The United States, and this is why I'm, you know, it's midterm season. It's a political push, and I'm going to push libertarians like a motherfucker. So, 
Here's the thing, man. The wars don't stop until right. libertarians get in. They don't stop. We will be at war. It'll cost us money and it'll cost us American lives. They'll keep sending children overseas to die for whatever fucking political purpose they think they need or have, you know, and here we are fucking in the background here going, holy shit, guys, please fucking stop spending our money. Please fucking no, please stop sending people to die. And then please stop fucking spending our money on sending those people to fucking die. It's disgusting, man. Knock this shit off. America needs to stand armed and neutral. That's it. Get out of everybody's business. I'm all for a robust robust military. Libertarians in general are for a robust military. Stack up, dude. Get all the guns. Have the best weapons. Have the best of the best when it comes to fighting. But you stay here and mind your business. And if trouble comes to find us, fuck around and find out. You know what I'm saying? I'm just tired of it. Every president so far has had some fucking bullshit war to fucking deal with. Like, even fucking Clinton, he fucking sent people to fucking Somalia, and he fucking sent people to fucking Kosovo. Uh, dude, Co- Kosovo was wicked, dude. You know, that was that was pretty fucked up. You know, a lot of people don't remember that. But, uh, you know, it's it's kind of funny that these people that spend trillions of dollars to go kill people and have our own people killed want to disarm us citizens. Make that make sense, too, please. Please make it make it sense because the government's a murder cult all governments are a murder cult and they want to disarm the citizens so what is their fucking intentions on disarming us i guarantee you it's not good check out what happened with hitler check out what happened with mao check out what happened with stalin you know what i mean communism never worked anywhere never they starved their but people, they killed their communi- people. That's what everybody says. For that political wasn't real communi- disgusting. communism or socialism. It wasn't true socialism. Socialism like, will always turn to communism. Me. Look at Venezuela. Always. Always. Oh, Venezuela is a mess, dude. That country is a disaster right now. But we're headed that way. We're headed that way if we don't knock this well, shit off. We're also and we don't that stop way with these the influx of immigrants. Assholes. Because here's the thing. Democrats now are mad that when uh, freshly uh, caught, I don't like calling them illegals, but you know what I mean? They they got rounded up in Texas and they were sent to Washington, D.C. and the D.C. mayor threw a fucking fit, even though this is what they were going for. You know, hey, we're going to, you know, fast track people coming to America. Yay. But you have folks in like the D.C. mayor, you have uh, folks in New York saying, they're they're overwhelming our homeless population. We can't handle this, so we're gonna send them back. And Biden's rebuilding the wall, actually, uh, at least a huge. Oh yeah! Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's pull it back in. I'm gonna fish you out for a minute from where you're gonna keep going. Biden is picking Say that up again? where Trump left off on the wall. <laughs> so isn't that something, folks? Do you remember well, when that was a thing during the fucking, the, uh, fucking run, uh, presidential actions run? Actions of the United States government, fucking conservative. Oh, wait, it's not conservatives doing it this time. But it's the shoes on the other foot, and it's a problem, apparently. So, what you're saying is, it's two wings of the same bird, right? What I'm also saying is they That's fucking pandered like how they normally fucking pandered. Remember they, how much they bashed that wall and they were like, ra- we'll tear that wall, wall down. We shouldn't have borders. You know now you want borders. Well, su- and then surprise, also surprise, have, uh, motherfuckers. Colleges like we've that, been uh, saying. Or cert- yeah, certain colleges, like towns, they're trying to say, we want to have, uh, you know, people of color, BIPOC, as they like to call them or whatever, to have their own sections while eating and living. So I'm like, so you want segregation? Right. Like, right. You're bringing segregation. Like what the fuck? They're bringing this shit back. What's up? Let's bring back 1964. Let's fucking never move like, forward ever again. You can't make this shit up. What dude. the I'm fuck, like, man? Am I living like the biggest ironic fucking life of my, of, of all time or some shit? Like it's fucking hilarious. 
it's, it's Twilight Zone ish. It's oh, it's, it's fucking nineteen eighty four. Alive and well. What the fuck? Holy oh, shit! Make God. Orwell Put fiction again, please, shirt. ladies and gentlemen. Make Orwell. Make Orwell fiction again. It was really not supposed to be in the nineteen eighty four. Wasn't supposed to be an instruction manual, folks. Holy shit! Now let's move on from this because we're gonna lose our fucking minds. We're going to pitch please it because we got to get into sports a little bit, even though we ain't going to talk too much baseball. But we are from Detroit, and the Detroit Pistons have decided to bring back the most ugly jersey of fucking sports history. And they have brought it back, that teal thing with the fucking horse on it. Holy shit. Why? Oh, come on. Grant Hill looked so good. Joe Dumars looked like a fish out of water wearing it. I'm not going to lie. He looked like that old guy that should have fucking finally <laughs> retired. He was the last of the bad boys. Seriously, folks, look up. If you're not from the Detroit area and don't know and you're listening, look up the Detroit Pistons jersey from like the late 90s, early 2000s. It's teal colored and had this fucking horse on it. And it was the ugliest thing you will ever see in your entire life in the history of sports jerseys. And they and fucking now, brought it back. here's a funny thing, folks. Only the Detroit folk are bitching about it. Because apparently nationwide, it's a loved jersey. I don't get uh, that. I like this one. I really, it was hideous. That That like is the real Pistons the jersey right there. That's style. what us that's, real that's Pistons people like. That's my favorite. That's right. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the bad boy ones where it's pretty much red, white, blue and just block, blah, lettering. Yeah, I mean, and it had the ball one, on it too, this, right? This one has the ball though. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. More modern at that time, but the old school Pistons like Isaiah Thomas, Dennis Robin, Bill Lambeer—that's the jersey I still want. Fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's those are the classic ones. But the the teal one, it was very interesting. I was more of a fan of uh, the teal Hideous. like setup, but with the all red. I like that one. No, no horse, no teal, no, none of that stuff. Not on my end, man. I think that was a we disgusting, made, we made the playoffs hideous a couple fucking times and then jersey. Grant Hill, who was the best to never be, even even though Dude, he was Grant a Hall of he became a Hall now, of Famer. He. Uh, He's he is probably the biggest what if in NBA history is Grant Hill because in my in my opinion which isn't always so humble I'll admit that <laughs> but in my opinion um, Grant Hill could have been Jordan or better but he could never stay healthy he was always injury prone he was always hurt never played a full season. And so we never got to see his full greatness, you know, which was a total bummer because he was a stud. And when he was healthy, he was killing it. I mean, he was great out there. Yeah, man, so you could just slash through the lane and dunk on your ass, man. He was he was something special, man. He was something special, and I can't believe it didn't work out. It's such a bummer, but that's the way things go in Detroit. I mean... We've had we've had a ton of talent out here that just didn't work out. It wasn't always because of injuries. It might have be it might have been because of a shit organization, oh, which is what man, we're seeing if, with the Tigers uh, right now. Al Avila oh still has a uh, a job for next season. I'll just go to Toledo Mudhead games, dude. I can't I can't support that team. Fuck yeah. You can go, go to Jimmy John's Field and see those guys, the, too, out there. And the grasshoppers or the frog hoppers or whatever, base hoppers, mammoth. Western Michigan yeah. white caps, we got but, those guys, too, you know. But holy I'm shit, man. The, the Tigers are in bad shape. They're disgusting. Alavila's got to go. Apparently, and we're looking fucking beautiful. You know what? I'm glad he's here. I really am. He belongs here. He did really great things in Tampa. Um, I think that he's going to do really great things here too. And he's a Detroit staple, by the way. I mean, if you're from Detroit and you don't know who Stevie Y is, you've been living in a fucking basement and not mine because my basement's basement. cool. Buds in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> but also, man, like, uh, 
You know, the Tigers are in bad shape. The Pistons are fucking off their jerseys. And, uh, you know, we got we got the the powers that be in the media and Mr. Dan Campbell, who is the Lions coach, saying we're going to fucking Dude, make the playoffs this year. The Holy team shit, practice, no, man. the fuck we're not. <laughs> I mean, he Dude, looks like he's in fantastic shape boss. still. Like, he looks like he's in football shape. But no, no, there's no fucking way the Lions are going to the playoffs. Absolutely not. You know, I'll put money on that. Anybody who wants to put money up on that, I'll be glad to take it, really. I mean, Lions ain't going I, I'm nowhere. always excited That's to just see the, the way Lions. It is the around playoffs? Here. Man, let's fucking work on, like, Thanksgiving first, okay? <laughs> I How mean, about we I just win more than four to games? I'm the hometown kid from Plymouth, Michigan, who donned the fucking maize and blue, who was supposed to be who was supposed to be the number one pick this year. And fucking Jacksonville dropped the ball on that, and he dropped in our laps, man. Aiden fucking Hutchinson, he is, man, he's going to be something fucking special in the league now. He's going to be a stud out there. He he's, really will. He ain't going to take us to the playoffs. We got a long way to go. I mean, I'll just say. Playoffs now. Absolutely. He could be. Something he could great be. In the future, man. He could be, yes. But. But you're telling me that Jared Goff now, is going to take you to fucking for, playoffs? Psh, for the new rookie that we Pitch, drafted, please. <laughs> uh, Williams, he's being mentored by Megatron. So and he's oh, pretty much, okay. we drafted the best offensive weapon and the best defensive weapon in the whole draft. Uh the culture of the nice. Lions is it seems like it's turning because I actually I, I follow up and I watch all the videos of all all they're all they're trying to promote and do. Right, right. It does seem like a different vibe. But look, SOL Nation lives forever. We haven't had a playoff win since nineteen ninety one. We've only went to the playoffs. <laughs> 12 times in the last 50 fucking years. Don't drink the Kool-Aid because, you know, when the Lions win the Super Bowl, I turn off my Xbox. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Well played. Now, Fuck yeah. we got to kick out the jams, motherfuckers. This is like my favorite part of the show, really. Other than the politics, because you know I hate I hate the government, and I love talking about how much I hate them. But we're going to kick out the jams, because that's just something we got to do to end the show up. And uh, we got to talk about movie soundtracks, man, because I feel like back in the day when we were young, and I, we, we sound like a couple old guys now, you know, back in the day when we were young, things were so much cooler. Sound like your parents, you know. This show is now sponsored by Viagra, because you're fucking rhetoric. <laughs> nice but no movie soundtracks used to be so great back in the day so great and now you know i don't think it's so much a thing anymore for movie soundtracks or even to put out music for movies or whatever and they'll throw songs in there they'll have some sort of composer type shit but back in the day movie soundtracks were dope dude yeah i mean well the last dope one would be black panther in my opinion because it was all kendrick lamar but that reminds me of okay. remember the Batman soundtrack. Remember Batman from '89? Dude, Prince. Prince. The whole fucking I know. Prince. I know. One I know. of the greatest, if not the greatest, soundtracks of all time. <laughs> all time, all time. Dude, anything with Prince's name on it is fucking solid gold, in my opinion. And I'm not being humble about that, yo. <laughs> I love Prince, man. That's my dude. Hell yeah. Your your girl with with her shoes, man. That's right, dude. I got Purple Rain on vinyl. Wait, actually, I could probably slide it out right now. Hang on here. Is that the right one? Oh, yep, right here. Look at that. Purple Rain, Purple Rain. (laughs) (laughs) I love Prince, dude. And that soundtrack was great. He did a very good job with that. But think about all the other soundtracks that came out within, like, the late 80s into the 90s. I mean, we had, do you remember Judgment Night? That soundtrack? Yes. With all the rap rock. Yep. It had like Slayer with Ice T and Pearl Jam with Cypress Hill and like Biohazard and Onyx. 
my favorite was the WWF aggression soundtrack. You know, all the wrestlers' music. With oh, yeah, the interesting. Yes. Oh, man, some of those songs were just should have been out there forever, man. Those were dope-ass songs. Like, oh, Time God. to play the game. Lemmy Rip, man. God, I fucking love Lemmy. Motorhead's uh, a fucking My great. favorite was fucking uh, Canes with that with the, uh, the East Siders, dude. I'm like, ooh, this song is fucking dope. I don't know if I know that. I'll have to look that up. It's hard to look it up because that album's hard to fucking find, man. Even on iTunes, they don't have it. I have to usually play it off of something on uh, YouTube. But no it's shit. I'm going to have to, you know, after the show, I got to go cut some grass and shit because I got to be all, like, domestic. I will say one song on there, Sea Murder, who did Gangrel's music. What? I remember Gangrel. Gangrel, yeah, Sea Murder from No Limit Records did that one. That was No shit. I'll have to check that out because I don't know. You know, I think I was not watching wrestling during the aggression era. I kind of quit after the Attitude Era. I did pick back up in 2014 for like quite a few years, but now I, it's hard to stomach. It's such a bad, bad it, product it, now. It, you're better off watching uh, Blues Clues at this point, man. It's it's so. Bo, bo, bo. <laughs> it's too, it's too fat. I know it sounds sad. It's too family friendly. I love my wrestling edgy and gritty. I mean, dark. yes, of course. Of course. I was a huge ECW fan. Huge fucking ECW fan. But anyway, I was too. Uh, as far as other soundtracks, uh, 8 Mile, that's a great fucking soundtrack. That is a great band. soundtrack, of course. And that was, you know, here from Detroit, so that's always a good thing. But uh, <laughs> you want to know what my favorite soundtrack of all time is, though? Uh, The Sound of Music? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, bro. It's fucking almost famous, dude. I love that soundtrack. All right. And actually, yeah. last summer, I've been looking for that soundtrack on vinyl for a long, long, long time, right? And they never made one. They only made a couple promotional copies, and there was only so many of them made. So they were going to be like $500 to buy. Oh, shit. So, yeah, it's crazy because, you know, vinyl's a collector thing now. It's just what it is. And uh, I love my records. So I looked and looked and looked. Could never find it. And I was never going to spend $500 on a record. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Plus, it's inflation time and shit. I'm not doing that. But anyhow, last summer, we're at the record store. Mrs. Buds is with me. And I was like, hey, if you can find me almost famous, you fucking win a prize type thing. Just, you know, whatever. Just kind of being Good fun. Incentive. What does this chick fucking find, dude? No fucking bullshit, except it wasn't the fucking record. It was the 20th anniversary of the fucking movie, and it was this big-ass box set with, like, six records in it. Yeah, talk about, like, soundtrack boner, dude. I fucking had one because, like, I've been looking for that for fucking decades, really. I mean, that movie's old as fuck. And so she finds it. Now, the box set was 200 bucks. But I got a bunch of fucking shit in there. You know what I'm saying? And like collector stuff. So I'm like, hey, I'm buying this shit. I don't care. And it was one of the best $200 I ever spent. I love that soundtrack with my whole heart. I really, really do. I can't reach and pick that one up right now because that's in another place. But anyways, you know what else I have? Days my second pick. No, but I need to get that because that soundtrack is amazing too. So anything with like classic rock and, and like Vietnam War era stuff is fucking great in my opinion. Now, speaking of that, my second favorite soundtrack is Forrest Gump and I found that like a month ago. Oh, God. That was cool. Now, thank God that one was only like 25 bucks or 30 bucks or something. It wasn't 200, but you know, that was fucking sweet. And those soundtracks are so great. They had, you know... I'm a big, big fan of old music, classic rock, um, you know, especially when it came to 60s, 70s, Vietnam era, you know, type of rock and roll. That's just wonderful music. And that's what you get out of those things. And, uh, you know, other soundtracks, though, to really think about were like, you remember Empire Records? Oh, yeah, that was a good movie, man. And that soundtrack was dope as fuck, it too. It was, it was. Now, let me throw in a little tidbit because Sponge who is from this area in Michigan, the Detroit area. Um, they were on that soundtrack. And guess who's fucking going to headline Arts, Beats, and Eats this year? Hmm. Tupac. 
I wish, dude. <laughs> I'd pay a lot of money to see that. I think we all would. But no, Sponge is coming, man. That's what's up, man. So that'll be cool. But what other soundtracks were out there back then? I mean, you got to think. Remember Less Than Zero? Oh, yeah, man. That soundtrack was dope, which actually had uh, Slayer doing a version of Anagata DeVita. That's a good one. Which was fucking awesome. You might like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Airheads, that soundtrack. Oh, my God, yes. Dude, that has. That movie was great. Got, I love that's Airheads. It's got all the good rock on there. I'm like, oh. Yep. Back when- you know what? A lot. Sandler movies have good music in it. He definitely has a good taste in But that's music. also with Steve Buscemi and fucking Brendan Fraser, dude. Oh, I know, right? Fucking- and Chris Farley was in that bitch. Fuck yeah, dude. Man, I miss Farley. Uh, you know, I wish I want to post it on social media, but it got taken down and I got put in Facebook jail. But for it, because I like during election times, I like to post the 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 part in Black Sheep where he's on stage and he's like, power to the people, burn, baby, burn. And then he's like, kill Whitey. You know what yeah, I mean? That's a good fucking movie. Though. Dude, I've been put in Facebook jail for posting that video before because he sa- they say it's racist because he says kill Whitey, even though he's fucking white. Come on, Facebook. Fuck. I'm going to post that shit again. And if I get thrown in jail again, I'm probably going to be shadow banned forever. Because you guys still aren't seeing any of our buds in the basement. Oh, so. God, it's They're hard. not even, like, trying to put it out there, unfortunately. Yep. But, yeah. The, you know, and then, oh, God. Other movie soundtracks. You said Dave's Days and Confused was awesome. Yep. Because um, that had all the classic oh, oh, rock oh, stuff in it, too. Above the Rim soundtrack. I would have to yes. shoot myself if I didn't say that. Yes, the Above the Rim. Yes. And then gang-related soundtrack with Tupac. Oh, dude, yes, yes. Uh, and and uh, the other movie with Tupac, oh, not related though. Gridlocked, yes. And you and know, then Poetic Justice was a really good soundtrack. Grid, do you know Gridlocked? Do you remember the where it was uh, based in Detroit? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know where, what happened to movie soundtracks? We don't get good shit like that anymore coming out of movies. Yeah. We really don't, and that's so sad because you know I remember being a teenager. And looking forward to movie soundtracks to come out because they were so awesome. You know, you know what's crazy though? The the soundtracks that usually never do fail are Disney soundtracks still because fucking Frozen will live in infamy with Let It Go. I like the other version. Fuck it all, fuck it all. <laughs> or my favorite, or when they go, Do you want to build a snowman? I love it. Like, do you want to hide a body? Yes, I really, really, really do. <laughs> <laughs> I like making the old, my own words to fucking songs. I do it all the time, it, and I do it really to bug Megan, Mrs. Buds, because she's always like, you never sing the words right or whatever, you know, because I just like, and it's usually super inappropriate, whatever I'm saying, you know. Well, whatever. Like, think, th- think this, mm. think this. You know that that song by Justin Timberlake, "Sunshine in My Pocket." I got the feeling inside my soul. Mm. You know what you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, I made my own version. It's <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna sing it for you guys because it fucking bugs her so much, and she has to edit this show, and she'll get a good kick out oh. of it. But I'm like, I got the feeling in my butthole. It gets electric when I eat tacos. <laughs> And those nachos, all that grease, flies out my ass, and now I gotta butt sneeze. I got farting going on, and I gotta rumble in. Seriously, though, I make up my own words to the songs, like, all day, every day, and they're usually super fucked up, because, obviously, I'm super fucked up, right? So... You know, we have a really good time with it, though, and I, it's just one of those things. You, you never sing the songs right, and I'm like, well, I know, but it's really funny. I like it at my least way. To me. I like it my way. My way or the highway. No, I'm just kidding. No, man. But uh, I think that's all we got for this week, man. We should uh, we should kick it back. I'll let you go take a nap with your hangover, Mr. Brown Bottle Flu. But listen up, y'all. We're in a situation before we cut out, and that is that the government has waged war against us and 
and we need to be the ones to stop that. And it's not just Democrats, it's Republicans alike. And really, they are coming for our rights. They are coming for, you know, that's one thing I believed when Trump said it. They're not coming after me, they're coming after you. I buy into that because they are coming after us. Not that I'm a big Trumper, please don't think I am because I'm fucking not. Fuck that guy. But anyways, you know, they are coming after us and we need to put a stop to it. So, you know, please, the primaries, you know, do the right thing. And uh, in November, do the right thing. And I love you guys. I love you, Bob of the Mouth. Much love. And we'll be back next week. Take care of that hangover, motherfucker. Man, I hope I didn't shit myself. <laughs> Later days, y'all. <laughs>